Okay, have you got a wine, Emma? No, I don't, actually. <laughs> and I feel like that's a mistake. Can I just grab one real quick? Okay. Okay, it is episode four of Electric Rodeo, the Adult Team Mega Still podcast with me, Emily Wrights, and my friend, <laughs> Emma Hewitt. Emma Hewitt, she's our resident sex bitch, <laughs> and she knows everything there is to know about sex toys, and I'm just here for the ride. <laughs> Please no one test me on that. <laughs> <laughs> so we have had so much great feedback about the um, podcast, which we are so chuffed about. Yeah, um, we sure are. So please keep those coming um, by emailing emily at adulttoymegastore.co.nz or messaging us at the Love ATMS um, Instagram page or on Facebook, um, the Adult Toy Megastore Facebook page because we love hearing from you. And I actually got two questions this week that were the same and I'm sure you've been asked this before, um, but I got asked what is our most embarrassing sex toy story um oh, now i have choose. one literally on the top of my tongue because i recently had an experience so mortifying that i mean you know emma because i came I into work and immediately was like oh my god i'm gonna die <laughs> it's a good one it's a good story so, basically a little while ago at an unnamed writer's festival i was staying with um, often when you do writers' festivals, um, you stay with hosts who are involved in the festival. Right. Um, that's the usual mode of accommodation kind of thing. And it's really mm. lovely um, to do it that way because it's kind of like being billeted. But mm. anyway, I was very excited about a weekend without my children. So I packed my little bag of goodies that were basically new from a doctor or a store. <laughs> and I thought... I'm going to enjoy myself this weekend. I mean, when you have kids, of course you are taking your kit with you, right? Any opportunity, I think. And it's actually been a really funny thing with writers' festivals um, that I've been going to where once all the writers that you're sharing the house with, once they have a few drinks, you pull out and show. You know, it's like a demo of... Not of you using it, obviously, <laughs> but like just because sex toys are the great leveler, right? You say you work in a, a sex toy shop and everybody wants to hear about it. And there are a lot of toys that have to be seen to be believed. So it's like this really funny icebreaker when people say, do you have any toys with you? And you're like, yeah. Of course I do. <laughs> because usually when you work um, where we do, you're often getting toys to trial right so mm -hmm. I have toys I have a lot of toys I haven't used yet because I'm still so <laughs> you haven't had another writers festival to go to yeah, and try them out. <laughs> exactly I'm working my way through so I take new toys to try out and anyway long story short I um was going to try out my um my some of my new toys at this Airbnb and I look I don't it wasn't an Airbnb really it was like somebody's house and I don't know what the etiquette is maybe you can tell me and maybe I'm a bad person for masturbating in somebody's house but I don't get a lot of time to myself but anyway that we had made jokes the night before about where I worked and I had talked about sex toys in my talk 
And in the morning, one of the people we were staying with said, I heard banging from your room. And there's no way, like, I wasn't that noisy. There's right, no okay, chance. okay. And actually, I was super embarrassed. And I was like, Aww. that is inappropriate to say that. Because there isn't, like, I wasn't yeah. banging, you know. And I felt, like, ashamed. Aww. Which you should never feel no, ashamed. But anyway, as I was getting out of the shower, the wind kind of banged the closet doors and I thought that's the banging that she thought it was like the banging of the closet doors she thought was me banging away in bed by myself (laughs) but anyway so that was embarrassing but that wasn't even the actually embarrassing part so the next like I flew back to Wellington cut uh, like a day or two later I get a picture sent to me (laughs) from the lovely person I was staying with Oh, I love her. She's she's a very lovely woman who would be very, you know, she's a, an older lady, but not that much older, but you know what I mean. Um, and she sent me a picture of my glass dildo. <laughs> it said, is this yours? Oh, no. <laughs> and I thought about just being like, wrong no. number. <laughs> hosted me for the most wonderful weekend she had and I love her so much I'm desperate to go and visit her again (laughs) yeah yeah but then she was like do you want me to post it back and it was like I really wanted to because it was a glass one and you know (laughs) you know they are gold we need yeah you can't Um, leave that anywhere oh I was like mortified and I (laughs) messaged me like yes please I'm so sorry (laughs) and then I was like it wasn't used and I'm sure she didn't believe me but um (laughs) she would have heard about that door banging and the night I know I'm just so using this toy Emily (laughs) yeah I just like my face actually hurts right now from cringing like I still feel like it's the worst thing that's ever happened to me but then I got a parcel in the mail and the kids were super excited and opened it up and they're like it's just a sock and inside the sock was a glass oh my god what is this mum and I was like it's a rolling pin (laughs) (laughs) the story just keeps giving and giving doesn't it it's (laughs) I mean, it leads into the other question I always get, which is how to keep your sex toys yes, away from your kids. So, sock is a good start. <laughs> <laughs> what do kids not want to play with? A sock. <laughs> as, do socks work as storage for? Yes, they work. Do you know what? They work as storage for everything. I had a like digital camera for years that lived in this big ass fluffy sock because I lost the case, <laughs> and I would just like carry it around in this big sock. <laughs> my camera it can protect my toys but they're kind of perfect right they're the perfect shape I've never thought about this until now yeah well okay so as we know most sex toys do not actually come in containers right and it's so frustrating it's so frustrating put your toys in a goddamn container or at least a bag I mean, I don't know why they don't come with a bag. I know. Um, so, obviously, I've got heaps of the on the website, which is adulttoymegastore.whereveryouare.co.nz.com.au.com.co.uk. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to figure it out yourselves. <laughs> yeah, you can 
find on their bags and they're the adult toy makers who are silk bags. Yeah, they're cute too. And I, I have some, I, like that's predominantly what I use, mm. but I don't have enough for right. every one of my toys. Yeah. No. Um, so how do you, what do you put your toys on? Um, so I've got a few random things. Like I've got toys, like any, toys used to come in more cases than they do now, I think. Because when I first started working at an Auto Mega store, I have ended up with quite a few like storage cases. And so sometimes that like came with a toy, like my womanizer, I don't think they do anymore, but it came in like this amazing, like hard cover case that you can just use so I just try and pile as much as I can into each of those because they always have the little mesh cover on one side and then where the toy goes on the other so I just take all of the charges and stuff out and then any little like finger vibes bullet vibes anything like that they all go in there otherwise Jay my partner is a bit of a collector of boxes and cases and like some are like old and vintage and cool and some of them are just like crappy zip cases that he finds in op shops but anything like that we use so most of our stuff at the moment is in an old vintage like music case it must have been like a trumpet case or something and it's huge and it's green and then inside that is all my little cases or plastic bags full of toys because you don't want to put your silicon toys together so we just have like a mix smash of of stuff and we have one closet well one cupboard in the closet which is our sex toy and chocolate shelf and that's where all our toys and our chocolate also goes it's like the best part of the room (laughs) yeah we i mean all of mine go in the drawers next to our bed like my husband has a set of drawers um and i have a set of drawers and i kind of have a hierarchy with my toys like the satisfier pros and the bedside next to me yeah and um, then, like, some of the ones I'm, I need, like, far less likely to use are in the bottom drawer and stuff like that. But if I'm honest, they're all pretty loose in there. <laughs> like, because I'm often pulling them out to show for lives and things like that. Like, they're often coming out not for use, but to do, you know, demos online or something like that. Um, but I did actually, when I started it, um, ATMS, I bought a Bunnings lockbox, like a massive black oh. Bunnings lockbox. But the kids were really obsessed with it because it had a lock on it, which right. was really exciting of to them. It is. So I was like, this just defeats the purpose because it looks like something they want to get into. <laughs> True. Like, they're not actually going to go in my drawers because what's in there that box. they want, yeah. you know? Um, or like my underwear drawer, they'd have no reason to go in there. Mm, um, true. But um, a giant black lock box under the bed was just too tempting for them. So I would constantly find them yeah. going, trying to get trying into to it. Get oh, and then, then eventually my um, eldest was like, please, please, can I have the lock box as my detective box? And I was like, Aww. oh, fine. So I just gave it to him and put them all back in the drawer. Um there have been times where I have left especially the wands out because I'm often using them on my back while I work and then they just get left out. And to be honest, the kids are just like, that's mummy's massager. And like, I think I said in one of the other episodes I was going to get my doxy wand back because mm. I've had such a sore back. So I actually got it. Um, oh, did my you? doxy wand. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, I've been using it on my 
back and I don't know if you guys can pick up on hearing my children screaming at each other upstairs we're just gonna work through it that was perfect timing you were just talking about them yeah it's important that I let them be independent and work out the issues on their own good Um, love it but the doxy wand I have used on my husband's back because he also has a bad back and I've used it on mine I've never actually used it for its intended purpose (laughs) but so the children know it as it's a back massager so actually um, when my back was really really sore last week because I think a lot of people right now are having back problems Mm. because of working from home um, my eldest said I'll do your back and so he got and he was doing my back with it and I was like look wands are fine they are just back massages exactly exactly and it, like once um my son's picked up like a bullet that's fallen out of my underwear drawer or something <laughs> when I pulled out underwear or something and he's gone what's this what's this and I'm like a battery yeah and then you know I just try and give it the most boring name possible oh yeah because then they're not intrigued by it. They're just like, yeah, oh, yeah. It's and I mean, my Satisfier Pro, I've left that in the shower before, and the kids have been like, what is this? And I'm like, it's for my face. Like, a they don't. cleaner. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think how many times have we seen videos, have had videos sent to us of people's kids oh, playing yeah. with Satisfier Pros? And I just think, you know, the, I get it not wanting your kids to see this stuff. Like, I get it. But I also think, unpack why it feels like a big deal. Like, for us, I want the kids to grow up in a household where they know um, sex and pleasure is normal and you do it when you're ready. Yeah. um, And it's up to you to decide when that is and it's up to your partner. And, you know, all those things that I want to teach my kids about, like enthusiastic consent, a lot of that is stuff they're going to learn with their own bodies. And as much as people think, oh, you know, too, if I was, I would hate to know about what my mum did in bed and all that. It's kind of like, yeah, I get you. But at the same time, unpack that as well. Like, how come when dads talk about sex with their sons, it's all cool? And, mm. you know, a lot of the stuff that fathers tell their kid, their sons can be, like, quite toxic about, like, you know... Um, joking around. Yeah, and, you joking know, around. Kind of stuff, yeah. So why... It, what would happen if mothers were talking to their sons about, oh, yeah, um, these are, you know, my things that make me feel nice and that's Exactly, it. yeah. Feels good for me, too. Yeah, I'm not suggesting doing that with seven-year-olds, but Mm. I mean, when my kids are teenagers, am I going to talk to them about women's pleasure, whether they like it or not? Yeah, I am. Yeah, good. Like, I'm going to try and make that a comfortable conversation with them, and that's going to be hard, but I'm not going to not talk about it with them. That's, like, part of sex education for... It's the sex education I wish I'd had. Yeah. And this is a really good time to talk about that because it's also masturbation month. It is masturbation month. And this is exactly the reason that masturbation month even started with the firing of the Surgeon General Jocelyn Alders in the early 90s in the US. And the reason that she was fired by Bill Clinton, might I add, um, was because someone asked her a question about pleasure and teaching children about pleasure as a part of their sex education and she just said it was a good idea and that literally got her fired and I feel like that was so long ago and I don't think that things have changed all of that much I never got any pleasure education when I was at school it was basically like the mean girls scene where 
if you have sex, you will get pregnant and you will die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got. I think that I don't know if I've used this story before on the podcast, but we got like a church education, which was you got a dirty toothbrush and you got told to put it in your mouth. And like Ew. the thing was like you're the women are the dirty toothbrushes because it's never men. <laughs> like, yeah. What, what? But what is the meaning of this? What so do you mean the thing the dirty was, if you saw a toothbrush and it was clean, you would put it in your mouth, I guess. I don't know. But, like, it has to be in its package. That's why you want a virgin. Oh, like, right. a virgin toothbrush is in its package. But if you saw, if you have sex with more than one person, you're a dirty toothbrush and nobody's going to want to put you in their mouth. Right. Who Which, is using their toothbrush only one time? <laughs> <laughs> because I have been doing it wrong all along. <laughs> and also, honestly, lots of people put me in their mouth. And I, there was no, you're dirty. Uh, it's not your first radio, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, and that is phenomenal. And coming from Bill fucking Clinton. I know, right? I was like, oh, oh buddy. Oh, Lord. So, I mean, that's, I guess that's why the thing with toys is like, obviously you don't want your kid coming out with a toy and you having an awkward conversation, like them coming out at a dinner party with like a massive (laughs) double-ended dildo. Nobody wants that. But at the same time, hide your toy. My approach is put your toys in your drawer, but they're a normal thing. They're like a razor or a toothbrush. (laughs) <laughs> a clean one only, still in its only, package. Still in its package toothbrush. But, I mean, yeah, my my thing is just like it's a normal thing. And when the kids get old enough to be like, oh, that's mum's vibrator, <laughs> like, no doubt they're going to yeah. be like, that's gross, because I probably thought that growing up. But I kind of hope that they'll be like, oh, yeah, I don't know, like, women hit masturbate as well. And I can masturbate and that's fine. Like my, I mean, we talk a lot about anybody with kids knows how much kids touch themselves. Like that is just a fact of life. And I have friends with teenagers who are like, they're literally having 45 minute showers and you could break their sheets in half, you know, um, like kids are masturbating, not and it's just I think it's really important to be like have some healthy conversations about that like this is something you do in private it's okay to do as long as you feel all right but you do it in private you don't involve other people especially when you're you know under the age of consent and things like that but I want us to be able to talk about that in like freely and so some of that is unpacking my I'm not going to sit on a podcast and say have no shame around um, masturbation and stuff like that and then be like, lose it if my kids find one of my vibrators. And that's not to say like I, you know, are having those conversations with my kids, but, but, you know, I think, yeah, it's not the worst thing in the world and you can handle it. It's a battery, it's a razor, it's mummy's face. So many of them just look like they could be anything else these days you know like what is a like a finger vibe just doesn't look like anything 
you yeah. know, they're I not mean, super it's difficult fella. with ones like the toy that I want to say is the hippo, which has just come back into stock, which is my favourite toy. It's pink, it's shaped like a hippo. It is the best, that toy. It's my favourite Satisfyer vibe. It's an internal vibe with a knob on the end. Like, my favourite thing is it's called a pleasure-seeking snoot, which just Ew. cracks me up the way that Satisfyer describes their products. I'm like, that, is, that ain't that. it. <laughs> oh, that is so cute. Um, I love animal toys. I was talking yeah. about my bad back cock ring on the Facebook quiz the other night, and people were loving it. And I was like, <laughs> I love this thing. But then I looked, and they're gone. They're sold out. And I was like, well, I'm not oh. surprised. They're delightful. <laughs> Well, the hippo sold out really quickly, so if you want the hippo, you better get on right now and buy the hippo. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it is kind of, some of these toys look a bit like kids' toys. So my other thing is, like, you know, it's probably not surprising if you come out and your kid's playing with a hippo. Yeah, and like, that's true. Like, oh, well, give it a wash after, they'll find they don't know what it is. They just think it's a hippo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, totally true. Mummy's favourite hippo. Do not bury this in the garden. This is Mummy's favourite hippo. You'll be in big trouble. And on that note, I think that's us for today. But I'm going to recommend the hippo for sure. And I think we've both kind of recommended those ATMs bags bags to just chuck in at the cart. I need Um, some more of those myself, actually. Yeah, just... um, don't worry too much about toy storage, but do keep your silicones apart. Yeah. 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 And if you have to, you can even just use a little like Ziploc bag as well. If you need to put them all into one like drawer or something, then a, a little bag to separate them out is totally fine too. Yeah. Yeah. Like wet bags. Mm. If anybody has, um, uses reusable nappies or has swim bags for their kids, mm, they work really cool. well. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, thank you so much for joining us again. We actually didn't get to the other questions, um, but please know that if you sent us questions, we will answer them. We're trying to keep these podcasts short because we know that um, lots of us, you, parents, everybody working, trying to get back to life as normal under level two, um, don't have a lot of time. So we will see you soon, though. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in.